Hey, welcome to episode 128 of the Collector's Quest podcast. In this episode, we're doing a trivia show. So we're going to ask each other trivia questions, but hopefully you're going to also learn something because, you know, trivia questions have answers. But, you know, it's going to be about game rarity and prices and series facts and variants and all that kind of stuff. The kind of stuff we normally talk about anyway. And I'm also leaving the dead air in from when we played so you can play along at home. This is an episode I was really pushing for because I really enjoyed this segment of the NARC podcast, which is an older game collecting podcast. But if you hate it, just go ahead and tell us. But we're going to go right back into regular episodes. Don't worry about it. So hopefully you enjoy it. Go to iTunes or Spotify. Can you review podcasts on Spotify? I don't know. Go somewhere and review us or tell people about the show because we love free advertising. Here is some music. Welcome back to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Tyler, here with Johnny and Stefan. What's going on, guys? I hate you so much. I don't... Everyone's mad at me today, and I don't know why. (laughs) I'm not mad at you, Tyler. This is my new voice in which I'm going to do the whole episode. I will tell our listeners that normally we talk for like an hour before the show, and how long has this, this call been going on? Like, this has not been longer than normal. Okay, it's been an hour and a half, apparently. But <laughs> you guys are getting mad at me as if I'm the holdup here. When because are. we have been you... waiting for 35 minutes. Because you, like, the the stuff that you did at the end was all, like, things you should have done an hour and a half ago. Like, make sure you're not clipping. And, uh, uh. Stefan is in dad mode. <laughs> Johnny, do you have, uh, you have something to complain about before we start? I don't. I do. Wait, okay. No, uh, let me switch back to normal voice. Unless you want to hear these sweet, dulcet tones tell you all about video games, write in on the comments and let me know if this is what you prefer. I'm not complaining. I am just, you know, we get reviews and like people ask questions or make statements in reviews and we can't really respond. Like I can't go to the review and click like, hey, here's it's go. How's it going? Like this is. What's going on? And it's a long-term listener. He's been with us for a while. So I say especially pretty often. And that is incorrect. It is especially, and I know this mentally, but uh, the listener thinks that I do this on purpose, that I've planted a flag, (laughs) I'm dying on this hill on purpose, and I've been corrected a lot. That is not true. As a child, I had a very bad speech impediment. I could not sit I I still am messing up. If I think about it, I mess up. Saying sibilant sounds is sometimes difficult. So I have to like really think. So my issue was the transition between the, it's the lingual dental transition. So tongue to teeth, how you make sibilant sounds, because I had a lot of spit in my mouth and uh, I would just wind up drooling and stuff. It got real bad. So words like, especially became especially because you don't have to push on your teeth with your tongue. And therefore you don't have to push all that extra spit you were trying to hold out between your teeth and spit on everyone you're talking to. So that's a, that's why that's the, 
that's the depressing answer that as a kid, I was just like, so nervous about it. I tried not to say any sibling sounds and they eventually just like said, Hey kid, you got to get over it. I don't think Pretty I messed up to yeah, make fun of you for that, Johnny. I don't think I ever noticed when I'm thinking about uh, it. Because, well, because especially is a pretty common, uh, it's called a transitional holdover and it can be because you are in an poverty area. So like maybe everyone says that or because of a speech impediment and just a lot of people say it wrong. So people who prefer things to be uh, theoretically correct. And I say theoretically because language is a fluid system and the pronunciation of words is always changing uh, as time goes on. Um, You know, correct right now is especially. We should talk about something else before we don't have any listeners anymore. Anyways, let me talk about the words I say incorrectly. (laughs) I say capture instead of capture and Ada points it out every time. What words do you say incorrectly, Stefan? Um, I don't have, I don't, I know I, I, I mix up pin and pen kind of often. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good. So that's All what right. this episode's on, guys. Yeah. We're going to talk about game yeah, names this is we can't the pronounce. Speech, yeah, this is the speech therapy podcast. Um, right. I can tell you how I was going to be a speech therapist for a little while. And then I, after I went through like a year of the schooling and then like, they're like, oh yeah, go do like three years of unpaid schooling. And by the way, the last two years, uh, when you're. When you're doing it, you'll never be able to get into any of your core classes because the uh, the subject matter is so impacted. You'll like it'll take you eight years to finish this. I was like, oh, uh, I can't be like fifty by the time I get this degree and actually start making money. So I did something else instead. Yeah, true story. Also, you will die in poverty. Yep. <laughs> yeah, true story. Anyways, that's why I'm not I'm not mad or anything. I don't I don't think the listeners like I don't think he was going after me. Because like I bet he had a speech impediment. Let me make him fun of a <laughs> fun of a child who had a speech impediment. He just thought uh, I was being stubborn, and I think people think I'm more stubborn than I actually am. Were you being? I'm not. I'm not. Were you being especially stubborn? I was being especially or especially stubborn, depending on how your ears want to hear it. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So this episode we are doing a trivia episode. So what? How this is going to work? We are going to uh, theoretically uh, chime in with a, a fake ding sound that we're all going to make, a, a different one. And I'm, I'm going to ask, I have like seven to ten questions that I'll ask Tyler and Stefan, and they will compete against each other. And then Tyler also has questions he will ask between Stefan and I, and Stefan will ask questions to Tyler and I. We will compete against each other. And we will kind of tally up our points at the end and uh, see who did better. But through this trivia, we do hope to provide some educational information uh, so it's one of those episodes. I hope you learn something while uh, maybe having fun and playing along and see if you can do better than us, because uh, I think Tyler made some hard questions. Also, this is totally because uh, if anyone listened to the NARC podcast or if you haven't, it's probably still a great show to go back and listen to. Uh, there used to be a segment on most episodes uh, where there would just be video game trivia at the end based on, I think trivia that they did at like dave and busters but yeah shout out to chris cwr2 who i think listens to the show and by think i'm pretty sure he does but i just really like that segment so i forced us all to do an entire episode like this yep if so you sorry hate this if you episode, hate this yeah this is tyler's fault but we're we're giving it a go and if you want you can even go back to the narc podcast that apparently i killed because i think i'm the last episode where we did a trivia and i won well, they did one more episode, right? You were not, there was like a bonus episode where they're like, we're going to start doing the podcast just intermittently now. And they had one episode ever like that. 
Oh, well, I, that's pretty intermittent. They're not wrong. Yeah. All right. So feel free to come back anytime, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to it. Tyler, this is your baby. So why don't you start us off with your question? Uh, all right. Do we have our uh, our buzz in sounds? Johnny, what's your buzz in? Ding, ding, ding. Mine was, just a, mine was just a single ding. Ding. <laughs> okay. It's going to be easier for Stefan to buzz in, I guess. That's right. That's right. As as, as short as, as as you can make it. I'll, I'll use bing. I'll go bing, bing, bing. Okay. I'm a... Uh, so, <laughs> guys, what's the first licensed NES game based on a movie? And four of them came out in the same month. I'll let you pick any of them. Hmm. Based off a movie. Bing. I'll give you some hints. Bing. Popeye was not a movie. Commando what? is not based on the movie. Okay, I'm, I'm ringing in. Uh, let's go with uh, Rambo. That is incorrect. Mm. Stefan. Oh, uh, the only thing I don't, and it's not right, but I can only keep thinking about Die Hard, but that was a way later <laughs> That is release. very yeah. wrong, yes. Um, uh, so if we both get it wrong, we're just moving on, right? We're no... Well, well you, no, give us... Think give, us some, give us more time. All right, we'll give you another chance then. No, not not give us more time. Just tell us. Tell us what yeah. the answer is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say something um, smart about the answer. Yeah, so they all came out in, I, I didn't write it down. I'm going to say November 1987. Uh, Top Gun, Jaws, Karate Kid, and I would have also accepted Goonies 2, which is the sequel to the movie. Um, okay. So two of those were Konami games, and the other two were, who made Jaws? Uh, LJN? LJ, LJ, yeah, LJN. Okay, sure. Well, I that, got that one right. That uh, Jaws is probably like the worst game made for the NES that I love. It was just a very nostalgic. Me and my sister played that game for hours and hours and hours and hours, and it is not good. I think a lot of people like Jaws. A lot of people kind of like underdog like Jaws in the exact same way that you're saying it. It's just like a game from the wrong time period. Like, it's totally an Atari game. All right. Uh, good question. Stefan, what do you got for us? Uh, I think this is low-hanging fruit, but I felt like I should start with something a little bit easier. So, in the Japanese Famicom version of Star Wars, during the fight with Darth Vader, he turns into what? Bing, Scorpion. That is correct. God. Yeah, God. What? He only said Bing. I thought he was Bing, Bing, Bing. Well, you said That's nothing, right. so he's definitely yeah, I, I ahead know. of you. <laughs> All right. Scorpion. <laughs> Good one. All right. So this, I'll, I'll go right to a pricing question for you guys. And th there are multiple of these. I'm not going to read off all of them. But please tell me three games that go for over $100 CIB on the GBA. Ooh. Really was hoping you were going with Super Nintendo. I know it's that game with a nine in the name, but I don't know the full name of it. Oh God! Anybody? You are the. It's only, only over a hundred dollars. There's got to be a ton of them. Yes. This is uh This is not looking good for us right now. Okay. Castlevania okay. Harmony of Dissonance. Okay. Um, Ninja Five O. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I know this one. <laughs> also, I should say this is all according to game value now. Of course. Let me stall for more time. Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. You are correct on two, wrong on oh, one. God damn it. Stefan, you have Aria's. a chance to steal this. Do you have one more you can name? 
Um, <laughs> There's so God, many. This is really so looking bad. That's why it's like analysis paralysis. Um, uh, no, I think uh, five, four, three, two, one. I need an answer. Nope, nope I'm I'm done. It's okay. Ice Nine. That's it the is game ice I was nine. thinking of. Yeah. So you were wrong on Harmony of Dissonance. It's only ninety four dollars. Wow, <sighs> that's bullshit. Ninja Five O being the most expensive listed GBA game. Uh, GBA game, we'll, we'll get into this. Ep- I, I did this question because I told people I'd throw some GBA stuff out there, the secret GBA collectors. Uh, game Boy Advance stuff has like crazy prices, but very seldom purchases. So I don't know who generated these prices, but they, they're always insane. But anyways, Ice Nine, Pocky and Rocky and Becky is like two... <sighs> There's Spirits and Spells, Tiny Toon Scary Dreams, which if you've been a longtime listener of the show, I told people to go buy this when it was $50. Uh, Car Battler Joe, Gem Smashers. So basically Demi you're Kids, just taking credit for spiking it. Uh, Pokemon. No, this was like years ago. I could not spike anything. Uh, oh my God. Pokemon Emerald is crazy. Fire Red, Mega Man Battle Network, Emerald, Urban Yeti, Fire Emblem. And then the list goes on. Even Fire things like Emblem. Double Dragons. Uh, Double Dragon, uh, Zelda the Minish Cap. Oh my god! <laughs> yep, Metroid Zero Mission just missed out by like thirty cents, but I would have taken it. Tyler, you're gonna have to cut so much dead air out of this episode. I was just like, well, I, I, should we leave the dead air in so people have a chance to answer for themselves? Though, uh, you can let you. I'll let I you feel make like the I want to. I want to leave the dead air in. Sorry, okay. this makes this unlistenable, guys. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was mine. Back over to you, Tyler. Worldwide, I like this question. Worldwide, for any platform, what was the first game in the Castlevania franchise? Uh, Haunted Castle. Oh, sorry, Bing Bing Haunted Castle. Incorrect. No, it's um, it's oh god, it's for the um, that microcomputer. Oh god, what the? Ooh. I know this. It's the it's it's just it's like a it's like a retooling of the first game for NES. Um, oh god! Wait, didn't you say worldwide? Which is the first Castlevania game? Yeah, I believe you're thinking of a, of an MX MSX two game. Stephen. Yeah, am I? That's the one mm. I'm thinking of. Is that not correct? I don't know. Yeah, the MSX. I need an one. answer. <sighs> I don't know what it's called. I know it's the Castlevania for MSX. A Geocola right. something. I uh, I will tell you, Stefan, you're thinking of Vampire Killer. Yeah. And I am so happy of how this question went because the first Castlevania game is Castlevania, Akumaju Dracula for the Famicom Disk System. And I knew that Johnny was going to say Haunted Castle or Vampire Killer. And that went perfectly. I'm so happy. Uh, Haunted Castle was an arcade game that came out in 1988. Vampire Killer came out October 1986, a month after Akumaja Dracula on Famicom Disk System. The real Fun reason fact. I didn't say Akumaja, I because I've never been able to pronounce that ever. I, Every time I see it, I'm I don't like, know how I don't to pronounce know how to say it. I'm this. just <laughs> yeah. Feel I'm free like, to what? correct my pronunciation. I also thought that I actually thought the translation translation was Haunted Castle, so I've just been incorrect about that for years. But anyways, that's good to know. Good answer. Trick and also, question. guys, keep track of when you get a correct answer. Give yourself a point. I have, I've, I'm keeping track of the whole game. So far, only Johnny okay. has got a correct answer as far Good. as Good. We're I'm terrible. Going. Yes. All right. 
But like you said, this is more about uh, imparting wisdom and making no, fun of ourselves. No, me and Johnny know it's about winning. But now you also know it's about wisdom. winning. All right, uh, Stefan? Yeah. So, being the th- resident 3DO guy, I thought I had to get something in there. Oh, boy. Shelley Duvall's it's, the bir- it's a Bird's Life for the 3DO has a style of case that is completely unique to it, rather than coming in a jewel case. Bing, bing. Johnny. Gatefold. Incorrect. Well... Oh, am I going to take... Well, no, because so the, the question continues. Rather than oh. coming in a jewel case, how is the disc contained in the box? Oh. All right. Fair. <laughs> Cardboard sleeve? I don't know. I've never opened it. <laughs> Incorrect. So uh, the... Uh, the box actually only has the manual inside of it. There is a flap on the front, and when you open the flap, well, the disc is there. actually mounted to the front of the box. And it is the only game, the North American, only North American 3DO game that is like that. So go out and buy Shelley Duvall's A Bird's Life for the Hell 3DO yeah. for a unique piece of 3DO history. All right. You guys done talking about that? Okay, here's a... Here's, here's a... <laughs> Moving us out of 3DO as fast as I can. And back to NES. For on the original Nintendo Entertainment System, please name five Jalco games. <laughs> Are you serious, guys? Uh, I, I, I might be wrong. Okay, I'm going to go with City Connection. Bases loaded, bases loaded two, bases loaded three, bases loaded four. Really? <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Is bases loaded uh, a Jalco game? Uh, yeah, yeah. It is. All right, is I did that... it. What's up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> Stefan, do you do you want to point if you can name others, five others? Uh, n- God, I w- I was gonna say all the bases loaded stuff too, uh, and I wouldn't have gotten City Connection. Um, I don't think I can do one more. I'm, okay. I- I'm a bad. I have a I have a bonus question for you guys on the same topic. Uh, you didn't get these, so maybe maybe this will trigger something. What are the only two games for Jalco that did not come in the traditional white box? I can't think of another Jalco game because yep. trivia is too much pressure, and I did not realize how much pressure this would be. <laughs> also, whenever I think of the Jalco set, it's all the white boxes. Oh yep. well, Bases Loaded Four didn't come in a white box, right? Didn't it? I'm almost positive it's in like oh, a it's in bluish a green one. I, I have mine in order. Okay. Go on. Keep going. Well, I, I don't, <laughs> all I got is the bases loaded games and city connection. Tell Impart the knowledge on me, Johnny, unless Stefan really thinks he's going to get this. Nope. Uh, the other ones are Rampart and Totally Rad. Yep. Games you just think about all the time. Yep. Well, and I, I would have never known that Rampart is a Jalico game. Yeah, I've never put that together. Uh, it's my question. Guys, this is a this is an easy one. Is Bases are... Loaded 4 actually a game? I can't remember. Uh yeah. It's rare. Is it? Pretty sure. Uh, don't don't like try to inception me that I don't know Bases Loaded 4 is a game. It's rare. It's expensive. It's got a bluish green case. Are, yes. are you sure? Yeah. Bases yeah. Loaded 4 is a yeah, game. It's like the blackish green box. Yeah. All right. All right. Softball for you, because Bases Loaded. There are four hardware variants of the Tiger R-Zone. Name two of them. And yes, the original one has a specific name. 
no, nowhere am I ever going to know what the answer is. Okay, for this. name one of the four hardware variants of the Tiger R Zone, and you get this question, guys. You you want it like the actual, like it has a title, or you want us to yes. describe it? Oh. There are three of them with a specific title, and the original one is called the R Zone something, at least when referred to on like Wikipedia or. Uh, Ding headset? Oh, so close. Johnny, for the steal? Uh, handset? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely a headset. It is the R-Zone headgear, which Aww. is the, uh, <laughs> the contraption that puts that goes on one of your eyes, which was followed up by the R-Zone super screen, which is more of a, it's kind of like the, kind of like those Coleco tabletop game things, I think, but more handheld-y. Then the R-Zone XPG, which had a fold-out screen, that's the extreme pocket game, and then this one I didn't even know about till I made the question. The R-Zone Data Zone is a handheld organizer with an R-Zone built in. It looks crazy. It's amazing. I want one, and they sell for over $300. Ew. Uh, loose, like not even new or anything. All the other ones you could basically find new. Like you might pay like 75 bucks for it, but R-Zones are not rare. Uh, but the Data Zone, now I want a Data Zone. I'm going to be looking for one that... I the only one that sold is in France. I have no idea. Look up the R Zone Data Zone. It's cool. So uh, before we get to Stefan's uh, on bases loaded four, if if you guys display your games like me, the top of the box is white like the rest of the bases loaded games, and it's in the same style. So just uh, just so you guys know on that one, if you're is the side of the, the, box, the boxes, I don't know because I never see the side of the yeah, box. Yeah, all right. Why would you take I, it out to give us information? I mean, I could. Do you want me to? No, that real quick. I don't. No, because then, yeah, no. <laughs> I want people to wa- wonder. All right. Yeah. Stefan. All right. I like this one because it's, it's, I, I was clever when I, I felt clever when I wrote it. So, Star Fox is, of course, the name of the polygonal space shooter for the Super Nintendo. Star Fox is also a member of the Eternals in the Marvel comic universe. Guys, what is Star Fox's race? In which one? In the video game or the comic? Yeah, in the comic. I don't fucking know. I play video games. Put it up, human. Incorrect, Johnny. Put it up, alien. So, Star Fox is a titan, uh, and he's actually the brother of the mad titan Thanos. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Better load up on those Star Fox comics. They're going to make a Star Fox movie soon, guys. He also has like weird sex powers. Like he, like it's his. Why his wouldn't you be like? That's really, really. Why wouldn't you have been like Star Fox is the U.S. name of what Japanese title? Like Starwing. Uh, I think it was still Star Fox in Japan. Japan. Starwing because it's Lilat Wars in Europe, isn't it? No. Wait. Now I need to get this straight because there's three names for it. I figured one was Japanese and one was European because Europe changed it back over to Star Fox, right? Eventually, yeah. Just like they so, what's so they re- they used to be Lilat Wars though, but there's the Starwing competition cart. What's Lilat right. Wars? Is Lilat Wars just Star Fox sixty four? Starwing is on the Super Nintendo. Yep. By the way, oh my god, Star Fox sixty four is called Lilat Wars. I thought the whole franchise was called Lilat Wars. No, Starwing. Neat. Released as Starwing in Europe in nineteen ninety three. See, I learned you something even when I wasn't trying to. Yeah, you didn't learn. <laughs> you didn't even know. 
No, this is good. This I, I learned something. Someone else was confused about Lilat Wars and Starwing, and s- one other person listening to the show learned something. Or just <laughs> me. I don't know. But Ste- Stefan's like, I got this great question. I'm really proud of this one. Uh, it's about comics. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I appreciate the outreach to our comic list. Tyler, yeah. No one, uh, no one that listens to the show is into comics. Not a single person. Yeah. <sighs> Johnny. Look, they collect them. They don't read them. <laughs> oh, Snap. sick burn. Oh, uh, we just lost. Hashtag okay, now, read your fucking yeah. comics, bro. <laughs> now nobody who likes comics listens to this show. Oh, my God. <laughs> just a score update. Tyler won. Johnny won. When did Steph you get one? I don't remember. Oh, the mm. Jellico stuff. Yeah. Oh, Jellico. Yeah, oh. I got it from your question. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think Here's I put so an extra syllable just... on that. I say Jellico. That's not correct, right? It's Jalco. Is it Jalco? I don't know. I say Jalco. I say Jalco. Okay. Three syllables. Write in and tell us which way, since this is also a episode about pronunciation. Yeah. Please let us know the correct way to pronounce Jellico. Okay. Here's here's an easy one. I think it's easy. Which games on the Super Nintendo did not have the classic black box uh, side? The side that you would display. How many do I have to name? All of them? Yep. Uh, Maximum Carnage. This uh, guy, oh, um, you just looked around your room and you're like, "I'm going to come up." With no, I don't have. I don't have a CIB. I I don't no, have not a CIB you. CIB when Johnny was writing oh. this question, he's like looking um, at the top of his boxes. Oh God, what is the other one? Um, not carts, the boxes. Oh crap! Yeah. Um, I'm going to stall until Johnny says yeah. name one, and then I can buzz in with one. <laughs> Five, four. Three, two, Stefan? Can't think of a single. Nope, I was thinking carts. Okay. I've got Robocop versus Terminator. <laughs> that's one. Well, I mean, that still has a black spine. I mean, yeah. it's just a Well, box. whatever. I have no idea then, because I don't own any of them. Okay, well, how about the orangest box in the whole system? Oh, Final Fight Final Guy. Final Fight No, Key. Final Fight Guy. Gear guy, also tell us how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Did it. Uh, there's also Riddick Bow. Those are the two big ones. But I would also have accepted if, uh, any of these two, really. But Max, they didn't really have boxes. Um, Miracle Piano and the competition cards. No boxes on those. All right. Well, okay. wait, the Donkey Kong one has a box. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yellow, but it's not like. It's, it's not, not black. a traditional. That would have been a good answer. Yeah. I could have got that oh, one too. Yeah, but you said like that. name all of them, and I'm just like, well, I can yeah. Find. And I wasn't thinking of non-licensed. Like that would have taken me forever to get to. Is Donkey Kong competition cart licensed? Write in your answers now, kids, and oh, send God. them to the show at PO Anyways, Box One Fifty Two. Okay. Guys, we are horrible at trivia. Let's we keep going. Uh, so score update: Tyler one, Johnny one. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's my thing. Uh, this is yep. my worst question. I tried to hide it in the middle. Uh, worldwide, name four games with Bible in the title. I, I feel it. like I might have to cut bing, that down. Bing, bing. Oh, okay. Uh, King James Bible. Niv One. Bible. One. Bible Adventures. Yep. Bible Buffet. Oh, got him. Yeah, I was, yeah. Okay, I, I got three of those. Three. Uh, the, uh, there's only one more on Game Value now, and that was the Bible game. So, yep. uh, on the Xbox. Oh, right, that, that's, uh, like, a, that's Xbox, Xbox and game, PS2. Yeah. Yeah, it's an Xbox. Yeah, but then if you go to Japan, there's like so many cool sounding names like Bible Master 
and uh, last Bible. You could have said like last Bible one, two, three, probably. Good job, Johnny. Way to get a point. Thanks. Did it. All right. All right. Stefan. Wing Commander 3 and 4 contain many live action sequences starring Mark Hamill. But who played the villain in Wing Commander 4? The villain. Uh, the villain in Wing Commander 4. It's a big name. It is. <laughs> um, does it have Chris in the name? Like as part nope. of the last name? No. Okay. Nope. Mm, I don't think I'm going to get it because Mark Hamill's the only name I associate with Wing Commander. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Irons. Guy? No, cl- close though. It was, uh, you know, it's it is an actor that I get often confused when I'm thinking about them with Jeremy Irons. I, Gentlemen, it is Malcolm McDowell. Oh God ah. damn it! All right, we like Malcolm Fair. McDowell. I like they say time is the fire in which we burn. That's right. That's also, wasn't uh, the the actor that played uh, Biff right? It was uh, Maniac in that series. I think. I think that's the same guy. I've not played enough Wing Commander. I'm sorry, my Good. my PC gaming credentials are slipping here. Those are the, Make those like are the two. And get out! Of here. <laughs> uh, those are also on PS One, so they yeah, are PS One games. But yeah. we know the real collectible versions are the PC ones. So uh, moving on to awesome. Johnny's question. Yep, here's a fun oh, one for you guys. Are you ready? Name three of the four Master System games with UPC stickers. Uh, blah, blah, American. Uh, I'm sorry. Ding. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. Um. Oh God. <laughs> that's. It. I think that's the only one I got. I think Tyler's gonna get to steal. All right. Because I only got Sonic the Hedgehog. Tower. I mean, Golden Axe Warrior, and I don't know a third. Power Strike. Incorrect. God damn it. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that I get the point for getting nope. one correct? No, nobody Aww. gets I got the one correct. It is Sonic, Strider, Spider-Man, and Goldnax Warrior. I only know about the two that I care about there, Sonic and Goldenax Warrior. And if you were looking on Game Value Now, they only list two of them, so don't look there for it. Do they only list Sonic and Goldenax Warrior? No, they did not list Golden Axe Warrior. They oh, listed, weird. Uh, Strider. There's like a huge price difference with the sticker, I'm pretty sure. Yes. All right. All right. Golden Axe Warrior is a really fun Zelda clone. So Golden Axe Warrior, that is. Go play that game. It's fun. My turn. Yep. It's your turn. All right. You want a score update? <laughs> uh, I Johnny got two, one. Tyler one. I almost got one. Stefan almost. Guys, almost. what is the best selling game of all time that's never been a console pack in? A single physical game on one console, not re-released and not digital. Bing, bing. Oh. Sims. No. I'm pretty sure that was a pack-in with something, but that's not the right game. Uh, also, I said one console, so it's not multi-platform at all. Never been a oh. pack-in. Um, ding Mario 2? Uh, that's wrong. I'm trying to think of why that's wrong, because I feel like... Oh, no, it didn't It didn't make the list. Uh, the answer is we play. <laughs> Huh. Uh, because if you look at like the top 40 best-selling games, at least on like Wikipedia, every single one of them has been a console pack-in, except for Wii Play and GTA San Andreas. And uh Really? Because I I mean 
globally sims uh, what what was sims yeah sims sims was at the bottom of the list of like the best-selling ones so it was still on the list but it was at the bottom so probably like that's weird because like is that just on consoles because i think i thought sims was like the best-selling game ever a lot of people i hate these lists because a lot of people say tetris but they combine all the tetris games into one yeah which doesn't make any sense because you'd never do that for any other game um i think and it's been minecraft well, and, is and a, it was a it was a pack-in for game boy yeah we're just talking about like the the real list now general, oh, oh, oh. um like but minecraft like, is probably the best-selling game ever if you want to like really talk about what it is as a single yeah, game or like, or like world of yeah, warcraft before, or probably before minecraft it was like sims though for for a while that, like used to super be mario list. brothers sold a lot of copies even if it was just a pack-in well didn't they say like one of the reasons it doesn't doesn't have the sales it should is because it wasn't physically sold as the game. They didn't count the system sales. Well, Super Mario Brothers, they, they do count the pack-ins. And do 40, 48 million copies. A lot of Super okay. Mario Brothers. Grand Theft Auto V with 110 million copies. Minecraft with 176 million copies. Minecraft's a great game. Quite, quite a spread there. Okay, Stefan. In ActRaiser... There are six regions that you lord over during your oh, course God. of your adventure. I'm going to make this easy on you guys. Name one. Earth. I've never played ActRaiser. Sorry. Johnny, you love ActRaiser, right? You might get this. <laughs> I do, but I don't know the names of the regions. I haven't played it in so long. <sighs> you know what? I If it makes you feel better, I played it like three months ago, and I still didn't. I couldn't name them until I looked. Heaven. Mm. <laughs> this sounds like it's real a real integral some, part of the some game. Some variant of heaven. It's like uh, name one of the levels in Ikaruga. Like who cares? Well, I mean, they do use the names in in. They you, do. You you are staring at those names a lot in that overworld. Yeah. Uh, so the names are Itos, Bloodpool, Fillmore, Cassandora, Marana, and Northwall. I'm gonna All say right. that was a worse question than my Bible question. No, I don't think so. I think you. I I could have maybe gotten Bloodpool. It's it's knowledge that basically required you to have played the game, which I, I recognize is an extremely popular game, but still. All right, guys, you, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. You ready? Name one game. I'm just making this totally a softball. Because <laughs> our one scores game, are so low. One game, yeah. One game on the PlayStation One, long box. That did not also come in a jewel case. Ding. Go. Uh, Street Fighter, the movie, the game. You got it. Boom. Point for Stefan. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I would have said um, Warhawk because I don't know. I think that's also correct. Oh, damn. I could have said Stefan's favorite game and got it right. You could have also said Starblade Alpha, which is probably the most important one to say. Also, Psychic Detective. Another good one to say, Silverload. There's a there's a, quite a few actually. So it wasn't like a list of like five. It was a list a list of games. I made it super easy. I originally had five, and I was just like, I'm just gonna make this easy. Okay. Tell Next. me if I'm wrong. Did Raiden Project come out in a jewel case? Because that was my answer before Stefan answered, you, and then I thought about that. Also, would be correct. Oh man, so good. So here's my Bible tie-in. Name three NES games based on books that aren't the Bible. NES games based on books. And I will accept uh, okay. somewhat loosely based. Bing, bing. All right. Uh, 
all the Dragonlance games. Right? The D <laughs> ones. I'm, I'm not counting that. <laughs> why? You can just say all the base. Those are based off books. Okay. Well, all right. You can't say all the Dragonlance games. Then what are they? Uh, Dragon Strike, Hillsfar, uh, Heroes of what is it? What's the other one? A uh, Pool of Radiance. You only wanted three, right? I'll take Pool of Radiance. Yeah. I don't. I hate this. You, you ruined my <laughs> you, question. You made him sad because you didn't answer it the way he wanted you to. I, I technicality you. Yeah. That's for bases loaded, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is the story based on a book? I didn't say the story had to be based on a book. So are you saying like basically it's based on the AD&D role-playing books? That's such no, a they did. Dra- but they also did They're novels. not Dragonlance games. They're AD&D are, games. Yeah, AD&D. AD&D. I named I named games based on books, correct? All right. I gave you titles. Yeah. That's a that's a stupid <laughs> stupid answer, but I'll give uh, you a no. point. It um, makes me happy. It's fine. I'm happy to lose to that. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the real answers that I would have accepted also would have been uh, Adventures of Tom Sawyer, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Frankenstein, The Great Waldo Search, Where's Waldo? And then there are uh, Oh, so Waldo is more a book than the yeah, D&D Waldo books? is a book. <laughs> it's a search and find, <laughs> but that it, you think of it as a book, you don't think of it as a role playing game. And then there's also weird ones like uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms is like inspired based on like ancient Chinese books. Conan, uh, Bandits of Bandit Kings of Ancient China, Magic of Shahazarad. I would have accepted those as well, and you could have argued for them. You I don't know that I ever. Conan? I don't think I realized that Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde was a book. I knew it was a play. Yeah. It's, it's uh. Yeah. Huh. I think. I think it's okay. Uh. What about sure the Jetsons fine. and the Flintstones? Those all have books. No, mainly based on a book. I should. No. No and, Flintstones. And stop it. Mainly based on a book. Uh. My D and D ones really stand because when you think of D and D, you think of books. I should have said. I can't even say okay, story because I needed the where's Captain Waldo Marvel or Cap- Captain America and the Avengers, Spider Man. Oh, <laughs> those would have been good property. answers. I would have yeah. definitely accepted those. Hundred percent on board with the comics books are there, books. Just oh, sure. three more. So his comic book stuff is fine, but mine is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I got that answer multiple That's ways. Good answer. All right, Stefan. All right, here's a cover art question for you guys. Oh, sure. One of my favorite NES covers is Mega Man 2, painted by Mark Erickson. It's actually hanging in my game room. Not the original, but a print. Uh, aside from Mega Man, there are three characters on that cover. Name two of them. What? <laughs> I have to know Mega Man enemy names. I, I might not even know the Mega Man enemy names. I don't know what's on that cover because all I think about is him holding his stupid gun. Done, yep, yeah, that's me too. He shoot, he's shooting at people. There are people he's shooting at. I'm guessing he's shooting one of those guys with the little construction hats on. Yeah, which I don't. But know I mean, is. there's probably someone else like flying in the background because that would make sense. <laughs> I figured you guys would know that. I, I I guess I look at that cover more than most because again, yeah, I, I, I would on my wall. You could ask me like Mario enemies and I wouldn't get them beyond like Goomba and Koopa. Like Charge and Chuck. Like who who knows all that stuff? I don't the know. The Hammer Brothers, Koopa <laughs> Troopas. Yeah, there's so many Lord of them Bill, in Mario. I Dry guess Bones. I, know, I guess I do know a bunch of them. All right. You fine. know a bunch. But I don't know the Mega Man ones. So all right. I'm, I'm passing Dr. to Johnny. Light and uh, Dr. Wily. Ooh. Doc- you know? <laughs> Dr. Wily is one. Ooh. 
And I'll take the construction hat guy as my second one. <laughs> the other two characters on the cover are Quick Man and Crash Man. Oh, Quick Man's actually my favorite, too. Yeah. Would I know by looking at the cover that that was supposed to be Quick Man? Uh, yeah, from the, the he's got the head shape. You, okay. it's, yeah. And then and then Crash Man has the like drill hands. Oh, so um, I've I've never looked at this cover like critically <laughs> beyond the stupid Mega Man. This is such a funny cover. Cuz uh, I you always think of them in like that anime cartoony style and they look yeah. so ridiculous. Dr. Wily on that cover also looks like the classic drawing of Dr. Light, which is a little bit uh So I'm right in both counts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is that's a good cover. All right. Good question. Yeah, good, good question. Good cover. Even though we didn't get it. And we were okay. wrong about the construction hack guy. What, what's the name of the construction hack guy for a bonus point, Stefan? Uh, that I don't know. Oh, I would have really given it to you. Oh, oh well. Ta- talking about uh, characters named after things, though, I was a uh, fun fact. I was talking to a, uh, a Nintendo employee and he pointed out that he has a uh, Zelda 2 uh, character or one of the creatures is named after him the the louder it's a very uh like a one of the crab enemies and it's uh and his his last name is louder huh so yeah i talked to a guy who's got a character in zelda 2 named after him i thought that was pretty cool all right are you guys ready to hate a question yes like unlike all of them so far oh yeah you are gonna hate this one so much okay i want you to name three of the top 10 most expensive U.S. Amiibos. That's new in package. As according to Game Value Now. You could probably probably ask me name three Amiibos and I couldn't do it. (laughs) You could because you would just name three characters. That's Uh, fair. Like, come on. Take a guess. Uh, okay, ding. Um, What? I put a boop and Johnny was talking. Did you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hit hit the boop. Okay, so... Uh, my answer is wrong because I know one was reprinted. I'm going to say the gold Mario, the silver Mario, and Wii Fit Trainer. Um, my real answer would have included the lady from Fire Emblem, but I don't know her name. Um, none of those are correct. None of them? Wow. I don't know anything about Amiibos. Yeah, because remember when Amiibos stopped being collectible uh, for a Yeah, minute? the day they came out. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, because everyone bought them, and then all the new ones, like, got really expensive. So it's upsetting. Is there like a Breath of the Wild one in there? That would be weird. Yeah, I think there is. Guardian. Um, Yeah, Guardian is actually one of them. Oh, it's freaking weird. All right, I gave you one. Smash Brothers Samus is the only one that I was going to think of because I know she got pricey for a while. Nope. So uh, they're like, you guys probably could have got the Mega Yarn Yoshi one. Mega oh, Man, yeah. the Mega Man Gold one. I would never think of that. I don't even. I don't even know what the Mega Man Gold one is. I would have also accepted if you could have named two characters, either of the expensive two packs. That's like Callie and uh, Marie from Splatoon, and then there's the Wind Waker two pack, which is Toon Link and Zelda. And then there's Simon. What, that was expensive for, for like Breath of the Wild reasons, right? Uh, n- yes, the like one they also like kind of they that set specifically that two pack was sold in a window before Breath of the Wild came out, and then when it was coming out, they like pull all that stuff off the shelf and then pumped out the Breath of the Wild amiibos, yeah. and those just kind of disappeared. So that's uh, that whole series of Zelda got kind of expensive because there was like three of them in there. 
Yeah, I know. I only know about that set because I remember I wanted to find them so I could use them with Breath of the Wild. I, it probably just gave you like different kinds of fruit or something. But oh, well, Bravo. I hate everything that you said so far. I, about, I knew you would. How about the cereal box, Johnny? Because, you know, that that's hot, right? Oof, was hot for a minute. <laughs> so hot you walked into Target and just bought some. I never found mm-hmm. one. Really? No. Bu- nope. I bought a case. <laughs> like I walked in. Jesus. I don't okay, like I, collecting food though, so I think that's gross. Yeah. I bought a case and then I like handed out all but like two of them. I think Johnny, you got one, I think, right? Yep. And I ate the cereal and kept the box. Good job. That's the right way to collect food. Don't collect food. That collector's quest fully endorses not collecting food. So Stefan, or not Stefan, Tyler, your turn. So you're the Guardian Amiibo is that why is the guard how much is a Guardian Amiibo cost? It's like, like fifty bucks. What? Really? What there yep. were like the most right. expensive one is the uh, the two pack, the Cali Marie two pack, which is one hundred and twenty dollars. And I walked past in Best Buy when it came out, and Carly's like, "You gonna buy that?" And I'm like, "I'm tired of buying Splatoon amiibos. I feel like I have a ton of these." And she's like, "Why don't you just get it?" I was like, "Nah." Then Yarn Yoshi, the Mega One, and Mega Man Gold is the third most at like seventy five. But What's Yarn that from? Yoshi, I don't even know where that's from. It's a big Yarn Yoshi. It was a Toys R Us. No, exclusive I know that here. one. Well, which one? Say it for our listeners, both Yarn Yoshi and Golden Mega Man. I don't know Golden Mega Man. Golden Mega Man, he was in the, I think, Mega Man Legacy 3DS pack. So he was in the box, so it was like a big box DS game. Okay, cool. Or wait, I'm happy anyway. these aren't worth like hundreds of dollars, and it's just these few. Yeah, Nintendo 3, I said DS, but I meant 3DS. Well, and to your earlier point, Tyler, they do kind of reprint them all the time, so... I remember yep. there was like a minute where We Fit Trainer was the hottest amiibo around, and then people bought them. And they're like, "Oh, why did I spend seventy five dollars on a We Fit Trainer?" Yep, I was in a Target, and I had there was an extra We Fit Trainer there, and it was when it was like still kind of expensive. And a guy walked in, and he was like, oh, "I heard they just restocked. I was really hoping to get a We Fit Trainer. I have the rest of them." I just handed it to him since I already had one. I was like, "Here you go, guy. Enjoy no, you're your a day." Saint, you're a saint. It was like, who cares? I already had one. I was just picking it up for the value, but that guy like really looked sad. So whatever. You're a good person, Johnny. I try to be. All right. I am talking now to two people who have full Sega Genesis sets. In the mid 90s, Sega released a series of Genesis games under a children's label. What was the name of that label? Bing Bing. Johnny. Sega Club. Um... That's correct. I mean, there are definitely children's games. Like Richard Scary and Bernstein Bears. Echo the Dolphin Jr. Is it Bernstein okay. Bears too, right? All right. Uh, I think Club Sega is a, J- a Japanese arcade, and I got confused for a second. Yes, it oh. is Sega Club. You're right. Good job. Yeah, Yay. I named a few games. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it was Bonkers, Crystal's Ponytail, Echo Jr., Math Blaster, uh, Richard Scurry's Busy Town, Magic School Bus Space Exploration Game, Berenstain Bears, Sesame Street Counting Cafe, and Wacky Worlds, which came bundled with a mouse. Comes yep. in a big box. That's the only one box. I ever remember. It's got a mouse it and a, I think a mouse pad in there, actually. So mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, for bonus point, there's one thing on the Sega Genesis released under Sega Club that is not a game. What is it? Ooh, made you think. This is exciting. That's not a game? It's not a game, but it comes in a Club Sega box, or Sega Club box. Really? What would that be? 
is it like bundled as a cartridge? Like, is it, are you saying it's not a a game that it is not a game. It is a thing that is not a game. Is it the Pico? No. Cause I'm just going to say nobody got that. It is a, it's a controller. There's a Sega club controller. Oh, Oh, I did not know that actually. I don't, it's not branded on the controller itself. It might have like a slightly different color somewhere, but uh, it comes in a really cool looking box. Cause that Sega club box is super nineties looking. I did not know that. Now I kind of want that. Yeah. And then like Sega Club had like other weird things. There's like three Game Gear games and there's like Brazilian Sega Master System games, like a couple that came out under Sega Club. It's cool wow, stuff. That, that's going to be like a super, like if you want to get into anything Brazilian for Sega, oh, just yeah, like, just... you start looking <laughs> at tech toy stuff, just stop, go the other way. Anyways. And uh, all those Sega Club games, pretty uncommon because they're meant for small children. Are you agreeing with that? Are you, you going to fight me? No, like they they are like kind of uncommon, especially like the ones like Echo Junior isn't that hard to find, but it's hard to find a nice box. Like, like I I had I think I had to buy Echo Junior sealed because that's one of those games that's just sealed all over the place, but you never really see a nice one come up complete. Yep, it's always missing a piece too. It's a pain in the ass that game. Anyways, Stefan, what do you got for us? So uh, we talked about editions versus prints a lot. What company published the first edition of Tetris on a console? Oh, ding, ding. Oh, f***ing <laughs> Yes. Tengen? No. Oh, ten. Incorrect. Oh, on any system, like, worldwide? Any 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 console, oh, yes. okay. I'm wrong. Bitter bing. I'm going to yes. say Spectrum Holobyte, but Close. that's the PC that actually, version. That, that is the PC version. Yeah. Um, and and they, then they actually didn't have legitimate... It turns out they didn't have legitimate rights to do that either. The name of the software company who published uh, for the Famicom is Bulletproof Software. I would have never got that. I was headed up by Hank Rogers. I, I said I the real first edition, Spectrum Holobyte. Oh, I said on console, bro. I know. Uh, yeah, and I took question. that to mean US only. I, I just, bad listening. That's how you get trivia questions wrong. Bad listening. Yeah, I probably would have said Nintendo after uh, Spectrum Holobyte, because I who did the one after the Bulletproof Software one? Was that the NES version? Yeah. Okay. Neat. Oh, no. Well, that would have been, it would have been Game Boy. Game Boy also, Tengen oh, or okay. Tengen, you go ahead and decide. I think I go back and forth, but I usually say Tengen. Me too. So I don't know why I said Tengen there, so that was weird. Years later, Hank Rogers, who owns Bulletproof Software, uh, teamed up with Minoru Arakawa, the original founding president of Nintendo of America, and Alexei Pajitnov, who created Tetris, to form the Tetris Company, who currently owns the property. Come get your autographs from Norm the Gaming Historian at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I think think they are bringing Alexei this year. So if you can track him down, Alexei Pajitnov will be at Portland, I think. Are you serious? That's cool. I might bring a copy of Tetris. Gross. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like getting stuff signed. But you did last expo. Yeah, I I like it. I'll get carts if they're like worthless signed, but I I really like my copy of Tetris. I only have one, and I don't want to like. How would you ever find you're, another copy of Tetris? Your high value. Tetris. I know yeah, it's like a fifty dollar game, like what? forty dollar. I don't want to get Tetris. Well, on PC. Oh boy, I'm not getting like the bullshit version signed. I want the real version of Tetris signed. Okay, Tyler and his imaginary real versions. All the time. Oh my God. This is it's like the one of the best selling games ever. Guys, I want to tell you about the real version, the true first print. 
yeah, he rallies about he wasn't. He rallies about true first prince and then just makes up whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah. I guess the, the real first version is like some weird You're basically Russian the same computer as game Auction. because <laughs> uh, just making up which is the first print whenever you want. Now we now we know where Heritage is getting their information. Yeah. They're just asking Tyler. Anything else you want to be uh, PC version of Tetris is for? the most interesting, regardless of what came first, because what came first is some digital thing that's probably on like a bunch of copied floppies over in Russia. Okay. Well, I guess you don't have the true first print, bro. Well, yeah, it would have been the it would whatever whatever the name of the mainframe they were using. I bet if you had like because I know that that disc got like copied and and passed around Russia and stuff. I bet if you had like one of the original copied discs and could prove it, that would probably be worth some money. Probably that would be interesting to have. All right, are we ready to move on? This is like a big question, so I got a, maybe a couple points to award for you, guys. Can you name and the original characters? In Street Fighter, and then also the eight that all of them, the eight, these are only playable characters, the eight that were in Street Fighter 2. Playable, ding, go ahead. I can do Street Fighter 2. Um, well, Ken... if you can do Street Fighter 2, you can do Street Fighter, okay? Ken Ryu, there, that's Street uh, Fighter going into Street Fighter 2 now, yep. Uh, Chun Li, um, E Honda, uh, Guile. Um, Dalsim, uh, Zangief, and who am I missing? Because that's seven. Yep. I'm not going to give this to Tyler by missing? making <laughs> by letting him do. Uh, who am I missing? I don't know. Think about it. Uh oh. Crap. Oh my god! Uh, who I- am I missing? I oh, probably would have forgotten Blanca. E Honda. It's, I wasn't thinking of E Honda. It's Blanca. <laughs> it is Blanca. Blanca. Oh, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you did yeah. it. You get a point. I'm a winner. Okay, and, th- and this is just like a fun fact. Which character has been in every Street Fighter game? Ken Masters. Incorrect. Ryu. I don't. It's one of yeah. them. It has yeah, to be yeah, one of them. Right? They, they're right. the only two in the first one, and Ken is actually only playable in the first one as player two. Uh, Sagat is also in the first one, right? But, but not, playable. not playable. Not yeah, yeah, playable. yeah, not playable. Oh. There you go. That's my question. Stefan got a point. Yay. Yeah, a point check-in. Johnny with four, Stefan with two, Tyler with one. Because Tyler is always wrong. How am I not losing my ass on this? I'm so excited. We are terrible I don't know anything like about Street Fighter. We both, we all get Fs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, we like, I, I kind of designed these questions for you guys, and uh, we're doing really bad here. You designed so, these for us? Yes. How? Well, except for the R Zone one, I just thought the R Zone one was a fun fact, and the Castlevania one I specifically made to kind of trick you. That's not a good question. Okay, go on. The Castlevania one was a good question. Well, that's I'm saying, but if you designed it to be a trick, that's like, you know, I didn't say anything. All right, I let you mislead yourself. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I thought the Sega Club question was a softball for Johnny. So now this is a softball for Stefan. I don't do that. Don't put Name on one that. Xbox game that has a Hollywood video rental variant. Oh, um, oh, uh. <laughs> Johnny, quick. I'm trying to think. Hollywood video. Um, no, that's Blockbuster. Um, so there are Blockbuster rental variants. I know. Uh, I grew up with Hollywood video. The Blockbuster was further away from me. Um, I'm going to get this. Stefan keeps giving me time. Stefan, tell me. 
I know. I know. T- Stefan, what is it? I I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of them. I will say I have I have five that I know exist written down. I have one as a maybe, and I guarantee there are more than that. So you could you could you could say anything, and you could just convince me that it exists. And it <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, bro. <laughs> is it your answer? Final answer? No, because uh, it's not true. I need uh, someone to ding in, or we're just gonna call it. Ooh, no, uh, hold on. I'm gonna let Stefan just get this one. Is there a Ding, is there is there a is there a fable variant for Hollywood video? I don't know, but I don't have one. You could convince me, but you there's didn't sound weird, like you were convinced a, that no, there is there's one. Weird, there's like a bunch of weird fable discs. So all those weird fable discs are fable bonus discs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you know, I did say Xbox variant, but I'm not going to count that anyway because I'm not going to count that. Johnny, over to you. Okay, um, Outlaw Volleyball. Do you know that that exists? Because I also don't have that. I know there are outlaw volleyball variants, but I don't think one is specific to Hollywood video. I thought that like Christmas are nine hole, nine more holes of golf. That's a blockbuster exclusive. Oh, that's a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Or one of them is, I don't know. Anyway, the, the games that I had, some of the Hollywood video variants are Dead or Alive Ultimate, which has both a single case blockbuster and a single case Hollywood video variant that are different. Uh, LA Rush which I have no idea what the difference is on the rental variant for that, but the pirate pimp posted it. <laughs> Panzer Dragoon Orta has two different Hollywood variants. Uh, one is just like the case art shrunk down and says Hollywood video on that. I don't know if you count that. And then uh, Halo 2. I was hoping that Johnny would just say Halo 2. Uh, the box art is a little bit darker and it's zoomed in a little bit on the thing. That's how you could tell that apart. And Showdown Legends of Wrestling has Hulk Hogan with green eyes. And then I also have in my list Tony Hawk's Project 8, no skateboarder in background, zoomed in face, Hollywood video question mark. So I think that might be a Hollywood video variant too. Interesting. Is my question? Yep. All right. Johnny asked me to, or Johnny forced me to uh, come up with some price questions. So here's, here's something that we actually talked about within the last couple episodes. Uh, what adventure game that was recently re-released by IM8 but has a higher retail value than the original release? Grim Fandango. Yeah. That is correct. Oh, I, sweet. Got a question right. <laughs> Easiest question. It was very... It, it, it was, was not a softball. Difficult. It was. That's all I got about that. We don't buy re-releases. It. It's going to be an episode soon. No, it isn't. Also, don't buy IM8 bit stuff. Uh, Except for our sponsored game, I Am 8-Bit's Mega Man 2, still in stock. Only 8,000 copies will ever be printed, folks. Get them while they're cold. All right. Um, yeah, when are they just going to pull those and just be like, all right, these are never selling? I, I, I mean, I guess it, they have to come up with a strategy to get rid of them. Like, they must be sitting on, like, an, a million of them. I expect, so. like, a Christmas sale. I'm waiting. Guys, here's a super easy one. Which Genesis Mega Hit game? This is a series of the Mega Hit series, you know? You guys know what I'm talking about? All right. Which one is the rarest? Ding. Go. What? Uh, it is the, uh, oh God, it's the racing game. Um, hold on. I got this. I will think of this, I swear. Um, uh, Super Monaco GP. Is that your final answer? Yes. Are you sure you want to say Super Monaco GP? But the Super Monaco GP two. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I don't know I what to no do idea. because his time wasn't up, and you just like stormed in. 
but there's there's also not there's not a Super Monaco GP two for the... you are correct. Yay! What you're like legit trying to trick people over here, Johnny? I was there's just uh, yeah, it was, it was a softball question. Was it? Yeah. Not all of us collect mega hits because yeah. I see budget label and I just don't want it at all. Yeah, uh, Johnny, so why, don't you tell no us, idea. why don't you tell us a little bit more about the mega hit series? What do you want to know about it? There are a few variants. There, the the biggest known variant on these is the seal. Some games have the seal of quality. Some of them, uh, they have a version. Most of them do not have the Sega seal of quality in the lower left corner. And then there's like a series of like four of them, like Taz, that that do. And Taz is also like an error because. It doesn't have the title on the spine. It just says Mega Hit. It, they're fun. Go look at the Mega Hit stuff. They, they're all cardboard boxes, and they are a hoot to collect for. There's a couple that are kind of hard to get, but really Super Monaco GP is the one that's a pain in the ass. Is it X-Men 2 that has no um, Mega Hit branding on the manual? I believe so. There's also like a weird... which I forget the game. There's a game... Uh, it's a... Power Rangers, the original Power Rangers, or no, Power Rangers, the movie that has a mega hit branding on it, and no mega hit version of the game has been seen. Hmm. Yeah. What do you mean it has the branding on it? Well, it's got, there's been a, a discovered manual that ha- shows oh. it. Ooh, lost games out there. Yeah. Exciting. I think I gave that to Stefan. I don't remember, but yeah. it's Johnny 4, Stefan 3, Tyler 2. Anyway, my question's about Sega games. Uh, it's a price question because Johnny was like, just come up with some price questions. We have to get to 10 questions each. Guys, what's the most expensive Sega Saturn game that wasn't made or published by Sega? Wasn't made or published by Sega. Um, ding, ding. Ooh. Panzer Dragoon Saga. No. That that's, a, that's a Sega what game. You, oh, that's a, yeah. Panzer Dragoon's a Sega series. Is it? Yes. I did not know that. I thought it was just like a random company. Um, uh, ding, ding, Magical Knight Rare Earth. Uh, that is the third most expensive game. Also ding, a Sega ding, game. Mega Man 8. <laughs> uh, Mega Man 8 is a really, really good guess, um, because it's the right answer. Are working uh, designs games? That, no, not- I, no, working designs count, but I just knew it was Mega Man 8. I didn't realize Panzer Dragon wasn't, but I did know the answer after that. Uh, I would have considered how much you sweet-talked me if someone said Saturn Bomberman because it was not published by Sega in Japan, but also the Japanese version is like 30 bucks or something. The Working Designs games were published by Sega? What? Magic Knight Ray Earth? That's a, Se- that's a Sega game. That's a, that's a Working Designs game. Well, they published it, but Sega made it, right? Don't get me confused. Are no, I think, I think you are bad at this. Oh, no. Challenge. <laughs> Magic Knight Ray Earth, developer, Sega, publisher, Japan, Sega, North America, Working Designs. Huh. It was. It's a game made by Sega. Stop. I guess Working, working Designs just did the port. Do I, do I'm I, taking away a point for that. No, do, you can't do, do that. Do I get a point for knowing it was Mega Man 8? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, because you said Panzer well, Dragoon Saga. Well, I, come on. Got it after the fact. Well, we agreed that we're not doing that yeah, on true. the first question. All right. Stefan, what's up? Uh, for just to give info, it's worth like four hundred seventeen dollars. All the other ones are worth a million dollars. The next one down would have been Battle Sport, which would have been another good guess. All right, Stefan, it's your chance to give a question. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, 
According to Game Value Now, Clay Fighter Sculptor's Cut is the most valuable game on the N64 CIB. These are all CIB. Uh, Stunt Racer 64 is the second most valuable at $567. What is the third most valuable Super title? Uh, the, sorry, say it again. Super Bowling? It is indeed the third most valuable title What's in up? the N64. What's up? N64 Master right here. I, actually, <laughs> I knew that too. I just didn't even know what you did. I'm like, I thought you were going to buzz in right away. I needed to I do was the thing going where to buzz I didn't in. wait for him to also, finish I want. Talking. I just want to say that those lists are all incorrect because uh, certain games for N64 aren't on there. Well, sure, but I started with according to game value now. So Yeah, I know. So, ha! <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Remember when Stunt Racer like wasn't a super hot game? That wasn't that long ago. Like It was always really rare, but it was not number two. For yeah, wasn't it How until much? that recently? Well, was it what? So I I usually think in cart only prices, but like a, a cart of Stunt Racer it has stunt, was worthless for a long time. Stunt Racer has always been kind of expensive. The expensive ones, I think it used to be like Sculptor's Cut and then uh, Transformers, and then I think Stunt Racer and then well, no, Super Worms Bowl. is always people always talk about Worms before Stunt Racer, uh, but that was incorrect. And then, like, Bomberman... <laughs> that was incorrect. Yeah. Well, they, they said that, but it wasn't true. It was Bomberman... Uh, yeah, and then Bomberman Second Attack. Second I always attack. felt like Stunt Racer was not in that upper echelon until, like, maybe the past five years. No. But, I, you know, what do I know? I don't know. Go look at videogamepricecharting.com and see what the price trend is on CIBs. Good luck trying to make that site work. I'm Anyways, and then, that. like, Gauntlet with minifigure should be, like... You know, up there. There's somewhere. like, like not for resale variants in that Zelda thing that came out wherever it came out. Well, you have to like drill that list down to like U.S. releases, or they just have a bunch of wacky stuff in there. Okay. In 2013, a complete in box stunt racer was worth like 200 bucks. Okay, and Bomberman Attack was worth less than that. I bet. All right, all right. We're just gonna we're gonna challenge a fight. Let's do it. Are you asking for a challenge? In 2013, it was, it's up and down. It's about the same, probably a little bit less. Boom! <laughs> Boom! All right. Point Fine. to Johnny. Point to Johnny. We're going to cut all that out. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, Guys, I want you to name three of the top 10 U.S. most expensive PlayStation 1 games. Okay, go. Uh, the Misadventures of Tron Bon. Team Buddies. Elemental Gearbolt Assassin's Case. That's why I, I, mean, I guess that counts, <laughs> but that's not what I was really going for. Do you want to try anything else? Uh, um, That music RPG. Rhapsody? Uh, are you trying to say Rhapsody? Yeah. You are insane. No. Um, <laughs> I was right. It's element. You didn't say according to game value now. <laughs> well, that's actually on game value now. Siphon filtered the U.S. flag edition. Siphon Fair. Filter three. All right. Want to name any more? I can. I can name. I think what's the most expensive one right now? Okay, go ahead. Mortal Kombat three. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm but what? Four. What about what about Mortal Kombat three? It's the jewel the, case variant. Yeah, it's the jewel case version. Is Rhapsody really not worth anything? It's like it's a worth $50 like 70 game. Bucks. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll take it. 
Jo- Jojo is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Does that make the cut? Yep. Hey, I'm not a dummy. Good job. It was also for for people who don't know and don't want to like look it up. Like I'm not like really going into variants, but Persona, Colona uh, or Clonoa, I should say, Tales Concerto, Persona Two, Jojo's, R Type Delta, Valkyrie Profile, Sukaden Two, Tales of Destiny. These are these are your games, and then like there's a bunch that are pretty close. Depending on eBay sales, you could argue like you said, Team Buddies. And that's not actually in the top three or the top ten, but like if you look at sales, it it is. So I didn't specify the game value now. That's why I got it, gave it to you. But like Adventure Lomax, Clock Tower Two, Silent Bomber, Fox Hunt, Tales of Destiny Two, any of these would be fine answers. Seems like this gets real loosey goosey when you don't say according to this certain website. Jeopardy yes. would never. Yeah, do of course. That. Yeah. Yep. Well, and there's like a bunch that are just like clustered in that like hundred and. 10 to $130 range. Sure. So it's like, it's splitting. I'm not trying to trick people, so. And uh, they, Johnny, are you getting an Assassin's Case? Oh, no. No, I'm not. No. Okay, so to all you investors out there, uh, Elemental <laughs> Gearbolt Assassin's Case, I think there's less than 100 of them. I don't even, I don't know the story behind it, but it comes in this sweet looking metal case with two gold-plated uh, gun cons and a copy of the game and it's like the rarest PlayStation thing. So go out and invest in all of them. Yep. Yeah. Go get it. It's like, uh, it's just like uh, the QVC Maximum Carnage, except even rare, like way rarer. So, but just no one cares about PlayStation. Well, what does that even cost now? Like five, ten thousand dollars Yeah, insane. I have no idea. It's something like insane. that. That was one of those things like we're even back in like the mid 2000s. Like that was something people spend like thousands of dollars on. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Tyler, back to you. Time for a question where it's basically just an excuse for Tyler to talk about something a little bit that's never going to get its own show. Guys, according to Tyler and basically... (laughs) uh, No, no, no. All right. According to AtariAge.com's Rarity Guide, what is the rarest US Atari 2600 launch game? Launch game? Yes. Oh, um... Remember how you said you designed these questions for us? I know, right? <laughs> well, you hear all I, that gave, dead I gave a big caveat with this question. This is something I've wanted to bring up on the show. <sighs> bing, bing, haunted house. Uh, that is incorrect. That is not a launch game. Also, Ooh, like, how, the how most I even know? game. I'm old and wasn't born. <laughs> okay, for partial credit, no, somebody name an Atari launch game that's not combat. Oh, I was gonna say combat. Uh, ding adventure? Is it adventure launch game? Jungle. Oh. No. No, it wouldn't have been. All right. Um uh the rarest Atari launch Congo game Bongo. is basic math. Um by I think a pretty wide margin. Pac-Man. Uh, th- there were nine Atari <laughs> launch games and they came in gatefold boxes, so you can very easily identify are these them. the black and white wo- Sears ones? River No, Raid. those are River like Raid? weird late releases. River Raid is new or, or is older, right? I don't know. Uh, no, you, you got get. Give me as many guesses as you want. Can any of you name an Atari launch game that's not <laughs> combat or basic math? Pitfall. <laughs> no, that's what I, I already said. That these are all like the earliest bullshit of the uh, bullshitest games. Adventure, uh, Circus, Circus Atari. Was Circus Atari launch title? I feel like it should no. be Kaboom. 
No, that's like an amazing Activision game after those guys left Atari. Yeah, that's why I was thinking it, it couldn't have been an Atari or a uh, yeah, Activision game. All right, guys. Capers. Are... What's that crime caper game? The the maze one. It's not the... an Activision game because those guys didn't form Activision. No, yet. Wait, all of these words you're saying, no one cares about. Oh my god, it's uh, surround blackjack, video Olympics, air sea battle, starship, Indy 500, and street racer and combat and basic math. What about pole position? Stop it. The, what, a, uh, what about my pole? Crystal position? caverns. Jump. Pitfall 2. So interestingly, Pitfall 2, I think, has a gatefold variant. So you can't say that every Atari 2600 gatefold box is a launch game. But for these specific nine launch games, you want the gatefold box because it's like the black box set of Atari if anyone actually cared about these games. But they are still kind of hard to find and expensive. So It's like they're the black box games, except the only game anyone ever wanted to play there was Combat. Uh, you didn't want to play basic math? So uh, Game Value Now, or whatever website I used, put basic math at $131. Of wasted dollars. <laughs> and, and you know, it's an Atari 2600 game, so you know I bet you could actually get it for that. That's probably not low. There you go. You guys want the Atari, uh, rarest launch game? It's, it's the Donkey Kong Jr. math of the Atari 2600, guys. It's so weird that neither of you got that. Anyway, cool. we can move on. Hey, Stefan, can you do better than that, please? God, we lost so many viewers. This That was like the worst question I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, With so the most information. <laughs> about the Odyssey <laughs> 2. No, I don't. I did not put in an Odyssey 2 question. Uh, so for my final question, it's, I went broad just because I, I feel like those are the more difficult questions. So uh, we're talking loose and we're talking US licensed. Name three games for the Super Nintendo that are over $100. Loose. Earthbound. Uh, I had it first. What? <laughs> well, obviously, you heard it first. There's latency over the internet. <laughs> also, I, I, over $100. That is a very low bar. Yeah. Is it? There are, it's a, there's like 30 games. Earthbound, Donkey, Donkey Kong Competition, and Star Fox. Kong. No, no, no. Oh, Would my you... God, yes! No. Johnny got it wrong! Yeah, <laughs> I, I, did say, I did say U.S. licensed. Uh, okay. Oh, you did say U.S.? I did. Are those not considered licensed games? They are not considered licensed games. Why would they not the, be Well, they're not, they're not part of the U.S. licensed set. But this is the uh, Gane, no, Arrow no, Fighters. No, let's argue that. I, I don't think Entertainment, Mountain Bike Rally, Street Racer. Because they weren't final right fight now? guy. Yes. I, How come, uh, Johnny? Why are you trying to answer the question twice? You already got it wrong. No. You give that point to no, Tyler. No, we have to argue whether <laughs> whether what he is saying is true. If that's not the license set, you you don't think they're. Oh, is that? Is, was this a joke? No, no, no. Johnny is really I, arguing it, that the competition cards are part of the U.S. license set. Yeah. I, you're the question maker. I guess yeah, you have I don't to know. decide. Now, now this has got now this got real awkward. Why do we? Have to I don't like it? them as part of the set because they were sold used. Right. So I don't consider okay. them licensed releases because they're just this kind of extra thing. I think that is that is also how I have always felt about them. Just like I wouldn't call I wouldn't call Max part of the license set. What well, Max is totally different because it's not. <laughs> that was a military like. That was not, that wasn't even a thing. That was like developed for them, but it's not like a licensed game. If you said retail, I, mean, I would, I would agree with you. Okay. Well, in that case, I mean, I can give a point to both of you since both of your answers were correct. And that would just raise the tide for both of you. All right. If that's how you want to handle it, 
Johnny thinks he's a point short, by the way, but I don't think he is. I am a point short for sure because I was okay. at five. Like you said, <laughs> all right. Um, I don't like also, that. Did because... you even name three like arrow fighters again? Yeah, I said entertainment as well. Yeah, wild guns, super turrican too. Yeah, get there. Stop saying Hagan. Are you doing that one to rile people up? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yes. Uh, I'll uh, name both. I think you, you should have set the bar at like four hundred dollars, and I think even then it would have been a pretty easy question. Anyway, uh, Johnny, last question of the entire thing. Is it? I mean, there's going to be a question. It's going to be Tyler. Why did you buy that? But before yeah. that one is the last question. <laughs> yeah, um, Tyler. Okay. Also, also, there's only like two that are. 400 plus uh exertainment arrow fighter sagane is sagane less than 400 there's no way because i would have bought one by now no i guess it's, it's, it's sitting at like 420 so okay three there's three that are oh. above 400 well we could have said those three unless you count the competition cards yeah oh, and we could have fought over the competition cards yeah. would have been a great question you ruined it for us Stefan. even oh, though those I, are exactly the six this. games that we said, i ruined I this <laughs> all right guys what are the Game Boy launch titles? The original Game Boy in the U.S. Ding. Um, uh, t- uh, Mario World. Uh, Tetris. Um, tennis. Um, crap. I know there's like five. And I know the uh, the Japanese one, there's like a, a um, Mahjong game that's uh, a launch title too. I know tennis. I know Mario World, or uh, so, sorry, Super Mario Land. And, I was going to call um, you on that yeah. if you didn't correct that. No, no, no. Tetris, Super Mario Land, tennis. Oh God, what else? I think that's all I got. Tyler, I sure don't know them. I'm going to say baseball and F1 race. Ooh, between you guys, you got four. Ooh, I don't think it's baseball. Then I think it's probably F1 race. Nope, baseball no, is correct. Baseball, Ooh, baseball okay. is correct. Alleyway. Oh. oh God! You know what? I was gonna say breakthrough, and but I was thinking alleyway. All right, here. This is not for a point, but this is just like edification. Which ones had Mario on the cover? All of them. Ding! All of them. <laughs> um. Where Where on Tetris is Mario? Oh, I guess everything but all. But okay, everything but Tetris. Because I know he's on tennis. I'm going to say all of them, and there's a hidden Mario on the Tetris box. I have no idea if there's a hidden Mario on it, but I I just had the rest of them. Alleyway is the one that I didn't expect people to get, because Mario is in, like, the little ship. Yeah. And he's kind of small. Yeah, yeah. No, he's... Yeah, I think you might be right on Tetris, but he's... Because he's a mascot character on the the rest of them. So, there we go. Good job, everybody. The last right. question. We did and it. And then the final scores are Tyler with five, Stefan with three, and Johnny with five or six. 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 Do, you, do you know how proud I am that I didn't that I didn't end up with zero? I legitimately didn't think I was going to get anything today. Well, we're, you we're did proud it. Of you hey, this is editor Tyler here. Me and Johnny were tied at four plus the one where Stefan each gave us both a point, so we both had five. Also, somewhere when I was recording the episode, I missed a point Stefan had. Stefan actually had four in the end. So Tyler and Johnny five, Stefan four. Despite me just having listened to the episode again and counting again, Johnny will still probably dispute this. I sure hope anyone enjoyed listening to this and maybe learned something. I hope so too, because woof.
on some <laughs> of that. <laughs> we we sure didn't know the things we were talking about until uh, until someone told us the answer. And I sure I definitely learned stuff when looking up my questions, such as what is the first Castlevania game? I also would have guessed it was Vampire Killer. Because people talk about it like it's this cool thing. It's basically just an MSX port of Castlevania. Yeah, I always just thought it was Haunted Castle. I, I literally thought that that translation was Haunted Castle. I think I'm going to get a bunch of comic book people up in my DMs thanking me for my Star Fox question. I think you're going to get two people <laughs> and you're going to call it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, do we want to vote on worst question? Uh, Sure. Stephen's I'm going to go with that comic, comic question. question. <laughs> oh, the one that all our comic book friends are going to love. Uh, all right. Uh, I wasn't looking back. I also was not crazy about my actor question. Oh, another really good uh, bad question. Because yeah. even you admitted that you would only have maybe gotten one of the six answers. Yes, that is true. That's well, then that's why I only asked to name one because I knew it would be difficult. How, how many of here, here, guys, how many of your questions could you have answered uh, before you started looking stuff up, I don't know. Um, th- three or four, maybe <laughs> four, five, about half. Six. The six, six, at least six. I, I, like I'd like to think I would have got the R zone question, but if you put me on the spot, I probably wouldn't have. I think I would have got eight. I was surprised you guys didn't get the Malcolm McDowell question. I was surprised. Uh, I got Malcolm McDowell mixed up with the guy who plays Count Dooku. Oh, um, uh, yeah. What's his name? Oh God! Play, Dra- play Dracula, Christopher uh, Lee. Yeah, I, that's why I kept. That's why I was saying Chris. Also, I didn't get Christopher Lee's name. Yet, so, oh well. Yeah, Christopher Lee has a heavy metal album. Yes, he does. True story. Okay, I, th- we're gonna get too off the rails if we all start looking yep. this up. So let's start looking this up. I'm, I'm joking. We, let's okay. second part of the show, Johnny. Oh my god. Well, do we want to find out if I had five or six right? Or I guess uh, someone that, will that have to put it in the. The bumper in the beginning, just count Johnny's answers and see if he got five or six. Well, no, that'll give it away. Now you're part of the show. You can keep score at home because we didn't, but we did and we <laughs> maybe got it wrong. And you're like, I'm keeping track of everybody's thing. And I'm like, I'll keep I track was, of my own. I, and I have think, six. I think we both got five. All right. Uh, let's move on to the second half of the show. You know, directly cutting the show in half. We're almost there. Guys, uh, Let's do who won collecting or what do you what do you buying and what are you playing right now? Um Tyler, go ahead. Do we still talk about what we're playing? I thought we like gave up on that. Well, if you played something you can you can say I just have been in dad mode so I haven't really been playing any video games so. I th- I figured that that's why we cut it from the show. Yeah, that and you know Stefan's had stuff going on so I don't, yeah. didn't expect I still to play been. video games. But it's so. okay. I'm going to win collecting this week, guys. I think this is probably my weakest uh, week for collecting uh, ever. So I bought uh, I bought a sealed copy of Wii Sports. Um, important, a uh, very important game. Only uh, like 110 million of them out there. Minus so, one uh, point. Minus one point for that. Uh, no, I didn't buy. I'm not like buying a sealed copy of Wii Sports. So I have I have two or three copies of Wii Sports. I don't remember. But uh, all of them have like that sticker damage because everyone just kind of peeled the sticker off. None of my copies were like sliced with a knife and they're on the edge of my Wii game. So my Wii games are on a shelf and then Wii Sports is right there staring me in the face. And I just have to look at that sticker damage every time I walk into my garage. Uh, So I just got a nice sealed copy that I could throw up there and now I don't have to look at that sticker damage. 
And then my other terrible thing that I bought, uh, I bought a cartridge of Miracle Piano on the Genesis with the cable because I couldn't remember if I already had a cable. So I threw a pretty low bid on eBay and I happened to win it. And I think I probably already have both those things, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) I know. I know. All right, Stefan, would you like to come in and win collecting real quick? <laughs> uh, I bought two posters. Uh, that was my big my big score for the week. Uh, I bought a uh, the original Fable for the Xbox, the lenticular poster of like the hero, like young hero staring at his reflection, and like it. Yeah, changes. we all we all know what that stupid f- Fable. One of the biggest letdowns in video gaming history. Yep. But I really like the poster because it's lenticular, and I like lenticular posters. So it thank a, you. It, it it had a good poster. Yeah. So, uh, so that was uh, from Super Nintendo. Thanks, man. He bought like six of them or something from a uh, from a distributor or something. That guy just runs around like I do with uh, with Nintendo employees. He does the same thing with Xbox employees, and he just like bought a bunch of uh, bought a bunch of these from a uh, from a distributor and and sold me one. So thanks for that. And then I also got uh. When I think I've shown the um, the twenty year bronze statue from Nintendo, the bron- big bronze Mario. Uh, when you were gifted that for your twenty year service award, you were also given a poster that says "Thank you for twenty years at Nintendo." It has a Mario on it, and then the whole team signed the poster. So I bought this big signed poster that went along with uh, that twenty year bronze statue. So those were my those were my two pickups. A little bit weird having a, a poster signed by a bunch of coworkers of. Joey, just not your coworker. I don't know. Just a little bit weird, but it's part of the 20 year service award set. You got to have both. That's right. You do. Do you? Yeah, you do. Should you? You should. I mean, I should. You sure? You shouldn't. Okay. All right. Everyone's real excited about all the things that Tyler and Stefan bought. So Johnny, uh, tell us about the boring 40 complete Game Boy games or whatever. how, How many Game Boy games did you buy? I bought like five Game Boy games. Uh, wow, big spenders! Biggest, yeah, three thousand dollars. Being uh, Kung Fu Master, but the coolest thing I bought was the the third box I needed for the Famicom uh, Mini. They did the anniversary box. It was equivalent to the GB on the GBA, the uh, Classic series in the U.S. They did one in Japan where they got many more games released than we did. And they, the Nintendo Club did these cool boxes. There was three of them that you could order with your Nintendo Club points that these games went in. And I had all the games, and I did not have all the boxes. So I got the third box, and I finally filled it up. So now I have all three, and uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Because I, I've been, like, at this for, for a little while. I don't... You know... I. It gets hard for me to to spend money on things like that when I'm like looking at sets and I'm like I shouldn't spend a hundred and fifty dollars on this thing when I could go buy one like big Game Boy game that actually helps my set. So going and buying like an ancillary import item is kind of strange for me. But I it was it's been nagging at me for a few years, so it's off my mind now. And it's really cool. Like if the art on the it's, they all have slip cases. The boxes themselves are like they open like a book. And they're just pretty plain. It says like Famicom Mini Volume One, Famicom Mini Volume Two, um, but the the slipcase on them has art like the pixel art for 
all kinds of characters. It's really cool, and uh, I like that that a lot. So, anyways, that that's what I bought. It is it is really cool seeing those all in books like lined up. All the Famicom mini games. I think they're way cooler than the Game Boy Advance games that we got. I think uh, I think all the GBA NES games are just super ugly. I don't want any part of any of that. Those boxes are are not attractive. I like the Zelda one. Actually, like the original, like that one I thought looked nice in black. The Zelda 2, like... I mean, it's okay. It's just the Game Boy Advance logo with its, like, gradient is, like, such the 90s, early 2000s. And the NES art is such the mid-80s that it just clashes so bad. Yeah, I I didn't love what they did. Um, Also, they, like... The GBA Advance that they did, that was the classic one that looked like a Nintendo, was pretty cool. Like, I think that's cooler than the Famicom, uh, the, not the Famicom, the Japanese equivalent, which they did the Famicom one in Famicom colors. I think the NES version's cooler looking. I mean, I think the tribal tattoo one is, is the one to have, though, overall. Ugh, God. Is there anything more, like, 2000s than a tribal <laughs> tattoo? <laughs> I, I don't know. So oh, gross. I forgot something else I got. Which I was actually. I don't care. Johnny about. won. Those things are so cool, no, man. That's fine, but I just wanted to mention the thing that no, I got. Don't. <sighs> that's it for the show, guys. I got a first print Rad Racer. Eat it. I've been looking for that forever. Didn't you have that it, for a while? No? It looks. You know uh, that box is in the shape of the cars on on the back art. <laughs> I agree, but I got it real, 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 real cheap. So it, yeah, it does have some water damage, but I I got the first print. The I guess Johnny, what you were calling it, what like the day box or something like that. Day and night edition. Yeah, but uh, but I call it the crash box because in all the photos, the car is crashing. All the cars are at night or during the day. Or crashing. You got it real cheap as if like that's been a super popular NES variant ever, and it doesn't usually sell for twenty dollars. Well, it got crazy now. Oh well, yeah, like now it got else. crazy. So I got it everything real cheap in the midst of it getting crazy. That's pretty good. What uh what hasn't got crazy? We got a hi- we haven't hyped something. Choo choo. Yeah. Uh, this episode of the hype train brought to you by Tyler, uh, go. Uh, Super Mario Brothers on the GBA. So everyone knows Super Mario Brothers Deluxe is a BS port. That one doesn't count. That's not the first handheld edition of Super Mario Brothers because the sky is blue. And everyone knows the Super Mario Brothers sky is purple. Uh, so go get the GBA re-release of Super Mario Brothers. It's going to be worth thousands of dollars. Also, I if don't you, even if know you, if it has the correct sky color. If you want the greatest hits version of Super Mario Brothers 3... You got to get the GBA version with all the cards. You got to get that e-reader out, guys. Also, that e-reader set of cards, no one really has that. Get on that now. I, I say I, that, but I've like... i got a ton of them. Uh, like, who has the e-reader set? Anyone? Like, the... Of just the games. Not like the... Not the Animal Crossing cards, because those oh, are I've like got, crazy all, I've got multiple copies of all the games sealed. They are like dirt common. I've bought like lots of them. I, I was planning on hanging them up as a display before I like totally ran out of room. I have so many e-reader packs. It's ridiculous. Oh, share some with me. I'm missing like three. Oh, okay. Sure. Sweet. Yeah. I don't oh, have I... like all the, I don't have all the Mario and animal crossing stuff. The animal crossing stuff was always really expensive. Cause that yeah. like went out of print even like as I was collecting it. It's like, what the hell Nintendo? I'm trying to buy this gen one pack. Just sell it to me for not $20. The, People really uh... want to hear about the e-reader set. Yeah, the Super Mario e-reader stuff, though, was actually fun because it adds stuff to the game. I literally never used it. I, so. I'm like one of the few people on the planet, Carly and I, 
both went around and we we bought e-reader games, opened them, and we played them. Like oh, we I did. I loved e-reader. e-reader. I was yeah, mostly I into was the Animal cool. Crossing connectivity, but I thought it was the coolest thing because like. I guess you would have to buy a physical cartridge of an NES game for GBA. I just thought it was the coolest thing, being able to play an NES game and being like, oh, man, it's just on these cards. That's amazing. Yeah, I thought that was super cool, too. Anyone else? Uh, uh, Stefan? Uh, I got one. Oh, how about the uh, Redbox uh, Raiden Trad? Let's go with the Redbox Raiden Trad. Uh, for the for second no, don't hype that one. I want that. Oh, comes oh. with a little. I need the like. There's there's yeah, always right. one on eBay, but it doesn't always have the apology note. Yeah, the, the apology note is what makes it. So. Yeah, it does. Guys, if you if you haven't heard, um, buy Castlevania with a hang tab. <laughs> uh, get the first Castlevania game, Haunted Castle, for our Japanese arcade PCB. <laughs> All we right. need to end the show. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, guys. Thank you. That was a fun for us, kind of. Um, hopefully, you learned something and enjoyed it as well. That's all I got. Anything else, Tyler or Stefan? I did want to uh, mention that my plans for the Portland Retro Gaming Expo may be changing. I mean, I think people, most people who listen to this podcast for a while knows that my wife has very serious health problems. And uh, so due to that, and I'll get into that a little bit, some other episode, but uh, but I did want to say that, that her health condition is maybe changing my plans for Portland. I know my panel will be going on. I just may not be hosting it, and then I may not be able to fly out to set up the uh, to set up the museum piece. So uh, I will know more as we get closer to that date, but I wanted to put that out there now in case someone was like going to fly out specifically to like see that stuff. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm trying my best to make it happen, but it may not be in the cards. So I just wanted to start putting that out there now. There's always next year. Yep. Hopefully it's not a problem and you can just be there. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Aside from that, let's, uh, let's end the show on a sad note. Um, sad, not as sad as Stefan's note, but a sad note regardless. Guys, somebody stole our podcast idea for the podcasters <laughs> yeah. of Dark Water. If you're not following <laughs> Pirates of Dark Water rules on Facebook, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, why aren't you? Yeah, but literally, is it one of you, my listeners, my friends? You too, Brute. Like, what What have you done? You, you stole <laughs> our podcast? <laughs> That's messed so up. If, and if it's not a listener, someone made, in August, Podcaster or Podcast of Dark Water. Which is what Steph and I have been talking about. Like, even down to the name. And they just put it out there. And it's not good. The podcast <laughs> oh, sucks. Yeah, oh. All right? I listened to the first episode. You got some guy on there who's never even finished the show. No, Come neither, on, uh, man. I listened to the first episode. Well, it didn't sound like either of them had finished the show. It sounded it, like they both had listened to like the majority good. of it. Johnny? The, what? You, you know who else didn't finish the show? Who? The, the people who fucking made it. The people <laughs> who made it, Johnny. <laughs> but they didn't finish the available. Like, it's like, look, nothing against being young, but like some 20 year olds trying to talk about a show from the early 90s. They have like zero context. They don't know who Frank Welker is. They're like, I think that guy who voiced the, uh, the monkey bird. Uh, it was like a poo from like Aladdin. And then they got some no-name guy to come do it. I'm like, Frank Welker is not a no-name. Like, he's been in every cartoon ever. Anyways, it was very upsetting. 
Why would you do uh, this? To I will us? not be gatekeeping early '90s cartoons. If you're 20 and watch early '90s cartoons, that's cool. I, I don't know say, who Frank no, no, Walker no, 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 no. Weller that's is. Not what I said. I'm just saying you can't come out and be like, "I what happened? Why did they replace this guy with some nobody?" I'm saying if you're gonna offer information to people, Tyler, like try to do a better job. That's not gatekeeping. Like gatekeeping the truth is not gatekeeping or making things correct. That, stop! Stop being such an a. You're saying they can't be fans of the show because I they did don't not know say that. Voice actors. And they just no want to make a podcast said about a show they love. Tyler, no that one that they've almost said that. seen all of. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, I didn't say they could not be fans. That's that's like your millennial trash generation jumping out and just being like, "They said I can do it." No one said that. They just said, "Do it right." We just did a whole podcast episode that's, that's just trivia questions. I don't. I didn't listen to a lot of the podcast of Dark Water. I, I I skimmed through it, and I'm like, well, this is here. Hopefully, this means that I won't have to ever do it. But I feel like we're gonna do it regardless. Now, well, now we have to do. Now it's now we're honor bound to do it. Yeah. Also, they did. Uh, they there is some confusion over the name of the podcast, so they have taken both Podcast of Dark Water and the Pirates of Dark Podcast. So all pun names are basically gone now. No, no, I have the next level one. I've already shared it with you. I don't want to say it now. It might get stolen again. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> if there's a second Pirates of Dark Water podcast, <laughs> that's only good for the community. Then, like, we're gonna have three competing Pirates of Dark Water podcasts. That's like a legit <laughs> revival. That is that. Yeah, that is that is my dream. That is yeah, the dream, right? Kinda, there. yeah. No, um, nothing. I, I, I don't actually know if those guys listen to the podcast or anything. It was just a. Super weird timing, right? It's a agree huge super... coincidence if they don't. Not yeah. a good look, bro. So, uh, anyways, I'm just saying that this podcast is published and intellectual rights can be dated back to when we first started talking about the podcast that we were going to do. So, just saying. Johnny's lawyering up. Yeah, lawyer up <laughs> for podcasts about Pirates of Dark Water. That is never happening. Um, anyways, uh, I hope, I hope if they are doing the show, they did it uh, out of not like, hey, let's get on this first. So, I hope that's not a thing. I feel like if they listened to the show, they would have mentioned it in the first episode. They would have been like, I got this idea from these guys, this Johnny Ayuchi. He likes the show, so I decided to watch it. They didn't say any of that from what I skimmed. And it'd be really weird to like just totally rip off your exact name almost and idea without even like mentioning that that's where they got the idea. Plus, we didn't I, like. We didn't just say like, "Hey, we like the show." We said we like the show, and we're going to do a podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Anyways, and to any millennials out there that I called millennial trash, sorry. I was mainly just talking to Tyler. <laughs> I don't remember what I did, but I'm a millennial. I'm used to being blamed. Yep. Aww. And I'm old, so I'm used to forgetting exactly the context of the situation. So that's what old people do. Anyways, uh, I have nothing else, but I am real sad about that. So you know where I'll be after this episode. What? I'll it's be on our now Facebook be- page, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is getting gaining steam at an alarming rate. I told you it was picking up, and you guys we, did not believe have, me. And now we, we have, have like members. We got like a guy doing fan art. Like that's that's that next level. I like that guy. Yep. Yeah, that guy. That guy is a champion. That guy's name is Blaine. I want to say Nemers. N-E-M-I-E-R-S. I'm not exactly sure. And I don't know who he is on Instagram, if he is on Instagram. 
So if you're listening, I didn't get to thank you on Instagram, but thank you for that. So anyways, that was pretty cool. Join our group. Come talk to us on uh, Pirates of Dark Water Rules. It's Rules with and, a uh, Z. Yeah. And don't or don't or do listen to that podcast. I, I won't <laughs> I won't hold it against you either way. Maybe it gets better. Tell me if it's good. And I'm just I'm just mad because my thing was stolen and I'm being a big baby. Go ahead. Let me know. I can handle it. All right. Anything else, guys? Tell us where you're from then. Or where to find you. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm from, from California. I'm from Southern California. Uh, yeah, I am Archon1981 on Instagram and YouTube and uh, Nintendo Age. I'm really trying to do, I know because I've been, had so much personal stuff going on, I haven't been getting to my YouTube channel uh, much, and I know you guys are noticing, and I certainly am noticing. So I'm going to really try to carve out some time for that because I do genuinely enjoy it. I just need to figure out when I'm going to do that. Uh, but yeah, so it's A R C H O N 1981. I'm all the places. Default Gen, default G E N. And I'm Johnny underscore U G J O H N N Y underscore I U C C I. You can find me on Instagram and on the Pirates of Dark Water Rules <laughs> Facebook page. And All right, you can bye. find the NARC Podcast social media. Oh, man. At NARC Podcast, at Mailbag. I don't remember. What is it? Mailbag something. At CWR2. I don't remember everyone. Wow. Tyler uh, Tyler just trampled your bye. That's like, uh, I feel like that's like. Are an, we still uh, rolling? I don't even know like anymore. A, this is so like weird. An, this has never like happened. Unforgivable thing. I mean, I don't know how to stop the podcast. I, I don't know. We just have to keep going now. <laughs> All right. Next episode, guys. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about Konami. <laughs> we're, we're doing an in-depth review of Konami Silverbox games for the NES and if they're collectible and what you should be looking at. Uh, I'm joined on today's episode with Tyler and Stefan. Hey, right. guys. How's it going? It's good. Today, we're going to talk about collecting for the GameCube. I just what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Stephen? All right. Anyway, so I thought we were actually covering every Konami game on NES, but if Johnny wants to just do the Silver Box, that's just what I no, wanted to do. I would for like. This I would like to do all the Konami games and talk about Konami, the company, as a collectible entity and the cliff they dived off of uh, in the two thousands about being interesting. How much information can? There's already like twenty Silver Box games or twenty five. Okay. Are is it are we rolling? Is this actually what is happening? Is the podcast going on? <laughs> That's a preview for an episode that is Oh my upcoming. god, we're still recording. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, bye. <laughs> that was it, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, now you got to cut it like now.